Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast, where we bring you the best growth strategies from the world's experts to help build your business fast. And now, here's your host, Mark Fidelman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast, where we interview experts on a single subject. And today, we have Chris Dickey from Visibly, and he's going to talk about how you can bring more visibility to your brand, especially on search engines. So, um, you know, Chris, I want to welcome you to the show, and please give us a little bit of background on yourself and and uh, where you come from. Thanks, Mark. Um, yeah, you know, I've I've been in. Um marketing professional for the last um, 17 years. I've been in-house. I've worked with startups. I've worked with national companies. Um, I've worked as a marketing director. I've worked in publishing. Um, for the last 13 years, I've worked in uh, primarily uh, PR agencies, which is kind of an interesting place to come from when you're talking about search. You don't see that often. But um, more recently, in the last 10 years, I've actually operated my own agency. It's called Purple Orange Brand Communications. Um, and then several years ago, um, while we were at Purple Orange, we started kind of um, exploring some of the intersection between PR and search. Um, and that gave way to a new idea that we call this, that I call Visibly. Um, and Visibly is, is a brand new software solution um, that uh, people can check out and uh, will help identify how well your brand is doing and for, for any given keyword search. Okay, wonderful. So why don't we talk about why search engine visibility is so important today? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if you think about it from a marketing perspective, um, there's a lot of marketers are are kind of stuck with the conundrum. How do we get in front of more people? How do we, at top of funnel marketing, how do people even know that we exist as an option for a thing that they need? Um, and, you know, historically, PR, advertising, those have kind of been the primary vehicles for that. But increasingly, if you think about our own behavior when it comes to product discovery, how we learn about new stuff, it all happens through search, all happens through search engines. Um, there's around 70,000 searches every single second mark. Um, it's, it's pretty incredible. And every single one of those searches, you can assume it's a question and are finding an answer to that search somewhere in the first five organic links on a page, um, perhaps further down, but you know, you know, looking statistically speaking, it's about seventy over seventy percent of all the clicks on a on a, on a, on a you know for a keyword will land within the first five organic links, which makes it a really uh, competitive piece of real estate. Yeah, and you know, besides the obvious, which is revenue, is you know, is there any other benefits to being on the first couple of pages of a Google Google search result? I think the, I think the most important thing um, that that we're interested in, and it's something that all of our clients at Purple Orange are are interested in, is um, just getting on people's aware. You know, just getting on people's radar, um, and that sense of um, hey, we exist and we and we offer a solution for the thing that you need um, is what we call you know top of funnel marketing, um, and uh, it's it's a really really tough thing. I think once people are in the proverbial funnel, you can kind of get them to come back to your website through emails or, or retargeting or, or whatever it might be. But um, search offers this like incredibly unique platform where people who are looking for your thing um, type in a question to Google and 
you can get right in front of them. And you also know as a marketer, how many people every single month are searching for that term? What's their average click through rate? All these different things like that. Um, so getting more intelligence on how to, um, build brand visibility at the top of search is a really, really important subject. I mean, I'm sure that if you look at the revenue of companies that are on the first page versus the 30th, it's, it's a huge discrepancy. And I, I can't, is. I yeah, can't emphasize enough how important it is to strive, whether it's long tail keywords or, you know, the shorter keywords to, to get to on page one or two. Yeah. And I can just give you a little anecdote from my, from my experience in PR. Um, the, the most valuable PR hits that we've ever landed for clients are the PR hits that, um, ended up bubbling up at the top of search for a really popular keyword. And, um, that stuff, that's kind of essentially how we ended up pivoting as an agency several years ago is recognizing, you know, we were, we were winning major PR wins across the board. Um, you know, we've actually, you know, working with you too in the past, um, as a, as a writer at Forbes. Um, but aside from all that, we recognize that if an article didn't live beyond the flicker of the moment that it was published, it had really limited value for our clients. Um, and given the digital noise that there is out there and how competitive the digital landscape is for attention, um, search really provides um, SEO and search really provides the primary vehicle for anything being sticky when people are looking for something um, over time. So we would, we, you know, sometimes it's not who you would expect ends up getting um, rewarded with the top of search, but those, when you kind of look back at all the stats and all the, and, and, and how things are performing um, time and time again, at least from our perspective, those PR hits were by far the most productive for our clients. And so what's changed from even five years ago or three years ago in terms of SEO? What, what, what are the big changes that have occurred if, if someone from three years ago did an SEO exercise until now? I think that, yeah. So the, the biggest thing that I've identified is this idea that um, search engines are no longer just doing straight up keyword matching. You know, you, it used to be that you went out and you um, did all the right things with your website and you got a bunch of backlinks from high quality websites. And, and then you just played the, played the SEO game and you did the keywords and the and search engines would, would kind of recognize that you're an authoritative site and then they'd, they'd elevate you. It's not that simple anymore. Um, what search engines are trying to do now is determine the intent of the person who is um, submitting the query. And what I mean by that is that people look or the search engine tries to determine, say I'm looking for a pair of running shoes um, and, that's, and that's your keyword, say it's running shoes. And the, the search engine has to make a has to make a, a determination is that is somebody trying to buy a pair of running shoes or are they trying to learn about a pair of running shoes yeah. or is there something else going on um, and and so what SEOs call that is like the idea of transactional intent versus um, informational intent and so you know if if you're not focused on the intent of a search engine result, um, you might, you're, you're, you really need to pivot your strategy around the, un the understanding of how a search engine is um, elevating certain content depending on how it interprets the intent of a keyword. Okay, and are you able to influence that uh, as a 
a potential company that's trying to become more SEO friendly? Is that no? You can't. You can't influence Google. Uh, Google does what it will do, but you can respond to it, right? Um, and you can collect better intelligence so you can understand which of your keywords are transactional and which of your keywords are informational. Um, and that's something that we recognize as a PR agency. It's like okay, like well, we have a tremendous opportunity to win top of page visibility or recommendations for our clients. Um, but we only have opportunity if that keyword is informational in an, you know, in intent. Um, if the keyword is interpreted as transactional and that is it's, it's populating a bunch of e-commerce hits, as a PR agency, we have zero play on that page. There's nothing we can do there. But if it, you know, if the if the search engine is interpreting the intent of the keyword as informational, it's all PR. And um, so being able to kind of like bucket your keywords as transactional or informational, and then kind of um, what you want to do is you want to. Uh, share those various lists with your different teams, it becomes a very multi-channel approach to search. Um, and you know, there's SEO, traditional SEO is typically defined as how do you improve the ranking of your own website in search. Um, but I think what marketers should recognize and should embrace is the idea that um, it doesn't matter how somebody finds your brand so long as they as, as they find you. And there's so many potential touch points on the first page of search. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, a lot of those touch points are they're, they're all competing for the same real estate and the same clicks. So it makes sense as a digital marketer to pursue all the potential touch points, all the potential places where a customer may discover your product or service, um, and then saturate it, right? Stack the deck in your favor. Now, you had said... Uh if it's informational, you could influence it and that's all PR. Now, I mean, isn't it more than just public relations in terms of how you can influence it? Can't you just do your own blog posts or videos or other types? You can, of yeah. And, and, that's, and that would be, you know, honestly, that's the gold standard is if you can get your, your own content to show up at the top of search. I think the problem that we see quite often as an agency is that um, a lot of our clients um, simply, in most, in most brands, in, in, in fact, um, do not have the domain authority uh, to burst onto that top tier. Of, uh, of our search results. Um, they're literally displacing um, companies like the New York Times or something, you know, <laughs> right. and, 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 you know, to do and recognizing that that, that that click behavior is so narrowly focused at the very top of the page, um, it really doesn't behoove you to spend a whole lot of money to get on the page two or even at the bottom of page one. Um, it does, if you can get to the top of page one, fantastic, great. You guys are, you're in the top you know, 1% or more. Um, but for the rest of that 99.9%, um, it, it's worth looking at a multi-channel approach about how you reach your customer. Why not just forego a PR budget or a content production budget and just pay, pay to be on page one? You can, absolutely. Super expensive. Um, it can be. Um, I was, more expensive I was than about, PR and creating content? Yeah, for sure. Hundred um, percent. Our our clients are spending um, upwards of I don't know anywhere from ten to a hundred thousand dollars a month in in a in a in a, in a pay per click, um, and it's uh, it's still not giving them the coverage that they want. You know, um, and, and so you stop paying, it goes away. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the fact is, there's always somebody, you know, kind of nipping at your heels because it's because the whole thing's a bidding process. And so the second that you um, drop how much you're willing to pay, um, someone else comes up and kind of scoops that up and says, oh, well, like, we'll we'll outbid our competition for that. Right. But then... And you got to worry about Google changing their algorithms again, which we'll get into in just a second. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I don't think it's as I don't think it's as simple as saying, "Do I want to do um, an ad play or do I want to optimize organically?" It's really figuring out like what's the right balance for your company there, uh, and that's I think a really critical piece for marketers is to say is I think something that doesn't happen enough, especially with search engines uh, marketing is that you're getting all your teams together in one place, putting forward a unified strategy to say, okay, these are the keywords we're going to optimize for organically here, PR, here's your marching orders, e-commerce, here's your marching orders, SEM, we, we, need, we need you guys to bid on these keywords to create visibility in these, in these other kind of SERP results where we can't otherwise get, get organic penetration. Um, that kind of coordination, I think is pretty rare, but for companies that do it well, it's incredibly effective. Okay, and how important is link building still? Oh, it's, it's super important. <laughs> um, you know, not all links are created equal. You know, I think, I think most of your audience will know that. Um, it's, it's important to say, though, that there are two critical types of links. There's, there's regular links, which are known as followed links or follow links. Um, and then there's the nofollow stuff. And the nofollow stuff um, just means that you are not getting any recognition from the search engine for that link um, and knowing that they exist and knowing how to avoid them or just really not necessarily avoid them but um, knowing how to kind of spend your efforts more wisely so if you're going to go through this like rabbit hole of trying to get some backlinks that you actually get credit for them um, that's pretty important okay um, now let's get into the how so we've talked about the importance we talked about a few changes in seo now i when, when somebody works with you or your soon-to-be-released um, tool called Visibly, what is it that they need to do? Walk us through that in order to increase their search engine visibility. Yeah, um, totally. So the very first thing you need to do is get your keywords organized. Identify what keywords are, are, are you know, um, relevant to your customers what are they using to find your product and service online? And not and assume they don't know you exist. Um, focus on non-branded keywords. Um, look at search volumes. Look at click-through rates. Um, you know, you can look at you know at how competitive they are. But it's but for this particular strategy, it's kind of nice to go after the toughest keywords because you can use these other channels to build these brand visibility strategies or brand dominance across those. Um, keywords as well. So first, get your keywords organized. Um, second thing is, uh, you know, plug them in. You can do this kind of naturally just in Google search, or you could use the platform that we created called Visibly. Visibly is free, by the way, so it's we're not trying to do a sh too much of a shameless plug here. Um, check out um, if, if what what Visibly allows you to do is basically cross analyze your product or brand against any keyword. So what we look at is every single link on the page. We don't just look at the link; but we look at the content within every single link. Um, so, we, so we look at all the page content as well and figure out like, what would somebody see if they click through on this link? Does it talk about your brand, yes or no? Um, and then we take it a step 
step further and we segment it for you. So we tell you right away, is this an e-commerce site? Is this a PR? Is this, is, this, is this an earned media hit? Is this a brand owned site? And that segmentation just kind of streamlines the whole process. So now you have an idea of um, the, the intent of, of these various keywords, whether they're transactional or informational. You have an idea of where your brand exists and where it doesn't. So that tells you where you're doing well. It also points out your blind spots. Um, and then lastly, you can quickly segment. You can say, okay, I just wanna pull all the e-commerce stuff out of that list and I wanna hand it over to my e-commerce team. I wanna pull all of the earned media out of that, you know, out, you know, out of those lists. I'm gonna hand it over to my PR team. So once you do that, everyone kind of understands what they need to do, who they need to talk to, uh, what their marching orders are, so to speak. Um, and then you benchmark your success and you come back and you check it a month or two later and see if you did any better and see if you kind of improved um, your overall footprint on that particular SERP. So let's, let's talk about visibly. Does visibly just review that information for you it makes it really simple is that what happens yeah we're basically we're basically doing two things um we are we're listening um we're, we're a listening platform so uh we identify where your brand is showing up across all different channels not just your own website but say like um someone did a review on your product and it ends up on the third, you know, organic search result, well, we can tell you about that. Um, or we can tell you that, hey, like one of your e-commerce sites is, is their landing page is actually featuring your brand or it's not featuring your brand. Um, I think all that stuff is really important when you're managing these channels and you're managing kind of top of funnel um, visibility. Uh, and then, i sorry, what was the second question you had for me? Oh, I mean, just what does your tool do to help people understand right so app. so right so the first thing is listening um and then um the second thing is 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 list building and so um what i think is really important is is okay so you have all this information extracting it and organizing it in a way that your teams know what to do next is really important so visibly does that for you as well yeah okay all right and then um once you find out where you're at and what's going on, how, what then do you recommend people do in order to, to, to take the next step forward? Well, it's, it's really just kind of trying to figure out internally how do you, how do you understand the, the makeup of these different search engine pages to, to create um to get in front of your customers there and you know some of these pages you're not gonna you, they're either gonna be too competitive for you to deal with you know on an seo basis maybe they have there there's a ton of e-commerce and, and you have relationships with all those e-commerce players but none of them are merchandising you on the page that's something that you need to, you know you need to address on your e-commerce team um or it's a pr thing and maybe there's a bunch of pr hits and you just weren't even identifying that those are that, that those outlets were important or those writers were important so um it's it's very much collecting the intelligence to help you do a better job in your in your collective uh marketing team okay and are you essentially hoping that at least some of them hire you guys i mean i'm just being transparent <laughs> well you know i'll be totally honest um visibly and and so i am an agency owner um they're totally separate companies I, and I, I don't want to intermix it too much. Um, I think that, you know, we have, I have a lot of credibility coming from the agency side and working kind of in the trenches of, you know, 
if you will, with clients and actually doing this work on behalf of our clients. Um, and we've done this work for years for clients. Invisibly was um, a realization for us of how meaningful the work was. We would be able to kind of start off with a really valuable keyword phrase, say like, like something like running shoes and um, something that we would never be able to actually rank for as a, as a brand um, or our client would be able to rank for as a brand. And, you know, kind of tactically go in there and one by one um, flip all the organic results. So almost anywhere you clicked, you learn about our client's stuff. Um, that became a super powerful strategy for us as an agency and a very tangible way to measure PR for our clients. Um, but there's, it was really tough to scale that strategy, which is why um, uh, we developed Visibly. So Visibly is, is kind, of, it's kind of funny. Like if, when you, if you were to step back and ask the question, where does my brand exist in search? That simple question. There is no, there is no single solution that tells you the answers to that question for you. There's great ad tech out there that tells you where your ads are showing up. There's great um, SEO tech out there that tells you where your your own website is showing up. There's great um, you know PR listening, but it has nothing to do with search. It just tells you when an article pops online, but it has no idea like if it's actually showing up in a popular search result. So. There was nobody doing a full audit of brand footprint or brand presence across any given keyword phrase. And to me, that seemed crazy because I'm like, my God, this is such a productive strategy for our agency. Why is anyone else doing it? So I think, I think there's a ton of different ways you could use visibly, but that's just how we use it as an agency. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then as you know, as you're working, let's just say they've hired to, to, to work with you. Are you then using the tool yourself in order to see how you're doing in terms of getting people on page one or two? Is that, is that part of your, your practice? We do. Yeah. So, so I call it search engine visibility. Um, it's, uh, it's different from search engine optimization or search engine marketing. Um, SEM is typically related to ads and SEO is typically related to how to improve your, you know, your own website on, you know, online. Um, SEV or search engine visibility is the idea of just how do you create stronger visibility patterns um, within search. Um, and PR is a huge piece of that pie. It's not all of it, it's, it's, it, but it is, it is sizable, especially when you look at those keywords that have kind of informational intent. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's, it's been a, it's, 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 not, it's not the end all be all of PR. You know, PR does a lot of things, has a lot of purposes. And you sometimes you need to make announcements. Sometimes you need to tell people that, there's a recall. That's not stuff that you need to tell, you know, tell those stories through search. I think where this becomes a valuable strategy for a PR team is when you're trying to use PR to create top of funnel um, brand awareness and, and top of funnel kind of customer acquisition. Um, and when you look at PR from that perspective, then yeah, like search is, is a huge, huge play box or, or, or playground where you should be uh, doing some good work. Okay, excellent. So what else do you recommend people do on the SEO front uh, besides using your tool, using working with somebody like, like you and your company or somebody else's company, what is it that they should know and take away from this? 
You know, um, it's a that's a broad question, Mark. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I, 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 you know, for us, um, uh, like even if visibly, content is huge, and doing original content and doing good content, and that's what you do. I know you do a fantastic job of it. Um, so not only understanding. Um, the the keywords and the kind of the trends happening in your space but then doing just really interesting editorial work that um picks up that not only kind of um maximizes your opportunity for your own seo but also you know has that virality kind of aspect aspect to it that people want to share and, and talk about and engage with so i'm, I'm a huge fan of content um, otherwise, you know, just make sure that you're, uh, you know, checking all the boxes for your website, like make sure that you're optimized for mobile, make sure that you're look that, that your page speed is, is moving pretty quick. There's a ton of free tools out there. If, if you yeah. just kind of Google for, um, free SEO tool, you'll, you'll get a, you'll get a bucket load. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the mobile thing has become big with what was it, the Panda release where, uh, if you didn't have a mobile optimized page you, you would be penalized I don't yeah know. you know it's it's kind of wild if you think about it google has 90 90 plus percent of the world's market share when it comes yeah. to search and effectively they put out this 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 rule book that says hey if it, unless you conform to the way that we want you to um create a website and, and like present your materials we're not going to rank you well yeah so they are in essence as a single company rebuilding the entire web the entire internet and the image yep. that they want to see, right. uh, you know, for better or worse. Uh, probably worse, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. if <laughs> I'm not going to comment. <laughs> coming out. Okay. So um, thank, thank you for all of that uh, strategies and tactics. There's a whole lot more. And I know there is uh, one of the things I would like uh, the audience to take away is, you know, Chris has got a, a, uh, a white paper on the subject called the ultimate guide to search engine visibility. And he's also got that search tool that he talked about called visibly, which is free. So you should be going to each of those places. Where would they find them, Chris? Yeah. So visibly is spelled V I S A B L Y for people who are wondering. Um, and it's just, yeah, V I S A B L Y.com. So visibly.com. Okay. Wonderful. And then the, the white papers on your website. It is. Yep. It'll be easy to find. All right. Good. Now I have two final questions before we wrap things up. One, uh, and the first one is that what's the hottest digital marketing technology that you recommend people do or, or download or, or use right now? Oh, that's a good, that's a great question. Um, man, there's a lot of good ones. One that I use, which just keeps my head in the game, I feel like is, is this Chrome plugin called Keywords Everywhere. Um, and it's, it's pretty brilliant. It just, it's just kind of popular. It, it kind of just sits on the side of your browser. And anytime you're doing any search, it just tells you, um, the actual, uh, uh, volume of that keyword search as well as a bunch of related keywords to it. And it happens so quickly and it gives you all this kind of data on the page. And even if you're not, um, thinking or, or, or doing something tactical at the moment, um, it just becomes like a kind of a fun thing to see on the side of the, you know, of your, of your browser. And it kind of keeps you thinking constantly about how to do a better job in SEO. Okay. Um, fantastic. I, I haven't downloaded, but I'm going to, cause it looks very keywords everywhere. Yeah. Check it out. 
All right. And then last question is, uh, in your space, who's the most influential person in marketing today? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I... I, you know, I really admire this guy named Rand Fishkin. Uh, probably a lot of your um, audience knows who, yeah. who he is. He's the founder of Moz. He's no longer involved in the SEO space, but um, why not? He's, uh, I, I don't know the whole story. I, I think he was unceremoniously removed at Moz, <laughs> and I think there's a non-compete involved with his with his relationship with that company, um, but. You know, regardless of all that, like he's just he's just been such a great educator and thought leader in the space, and um, has been there for really since I think the beginning when people were really starting to realize that they needed to be more tactical when it came to search. Um, so yeah, I I really enjoy following what he has to say, you know, on the subject. Okay, yeah, and and he's got a lot of videos online. I wonder since he probably hasn't produced one or two in a while. Um, what's changed? I, I think the basics are great. What he does, and he did it in such a fun way. But I'm I'm curious as to how. Yeah, he's he he's like a newscaster that um, ended up in search. You know, he's so good in front of the camera. He's so smooth, um, and he's just he's he's a really smart person. Okay, yeah, I agree. And uh, to me, there's a lot of smart people, but the way he delivered the information was clever. Uh, totally. Really like yep. Agreed. I mean, he really got into that character. <laughs> yeah. sure that I, character think that, I think that's just him. I don't yeah. think it's a character. I mean, <laughs> I mean, with the mustache and all the. the I yeah. I think that's. I think costume. that's just the way the guy is. Right. Yeah. Well, Chris, we're gonna wrap things up. Really appreciate you being on the show, and uh, look forward to our next chat uh, in the next coming months. Awesome. Hey. Well, thanks so much for having me. Thank you. 